Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Greetings all, it's Jake here from the Running With Jake podcast. Happy weird time in between Christmas and New Year. I hope you've all had a good one. Overindulged in mince pies, no doubt. Looking ahead to 2021, ready to tackle some awesome races, some events. We're all keeping very hopeful that 2021 is going to be a much better year for racers. Now on that note, I think now is a really key time to talk about base training. Base training is a fundamental part of improving your running ability and also it's something I think a lot of people get wrong. I think there's two mistakes that people make with base training. They either don't do it at all or if they do base train they think that it just consists of running easy miles. So in this video I want to explain the key benefits of base training to give you guys some things to think about ready for 2021. I want to go into those in a little bit more detail in terms of how those various components are made up and give you some examples and then I want to give you an example at the end of how you might structure your own training. Now of course it's very individual, it's not one size fits all. What made me think about this today, this video, is I was writing some plans this morning for my runners and I'm working on their base training phase going into the new year. So it's a really good time to start thinking about this. Now just on, before I jump straight into the video, just on the topic of base training, it isn't something that is just for new runners. So yes, it's important for new runners, but it's important for everybody, for all runners, because the idea behind it is you revisit various stages of your training. So if you've just come off the back of, let's say, a race, for example, you and it's a lofty race, so let's say something big like a half marathon or a marathon, you'll have a recovery period. So you recover from the race and all the training that you did for the race. And then once you've gone through that recovery period, the next phase is then to go back into base training and you lay the foundation again and you you go again for your next event. The only difference is you will start that base training phase at a slightly higher level in theory than you first did, you know, kind of the first time around. So it does depend on where you are in terms of your level. But I'm going to explain this in a little bit more detail later in the video. So what are the aims of base training? We know it's not just running easy miles, okay? So there's four, the way I see it, in my opinion, uh, in my opinion, there's four main key focuses of base training. So you're trying to increase your endurance. You're laying that foundation. Number two is you're looking to improve your strength. That's really important to reduce the risk of injury. So you're looking to improve your strength. Number three is you're looking to develop your neuromuscular efficiency, which in simple terms basically means improving the communication between your brain and your muscles. Because irrespective of the condition of your body and your muscles, your brain, the governor, has got to tell your body what to do. So it's improving that communication pathway. And number four, which I think is really important, it's important for everybody, but especially newer runners, is creating a healthy habit. So healthy routine, if you are new to running, then actually you just need to get into the habit of exercising. And that's a really good focus for the base training phase. Now, if you are somebody that's more experienced and you don't need to create a healthy habit of running because you just do that anyway, there may be other areas of your life and training that you want to adjust. Classic one now, back end of the year is starting to think about eating healthily. Well, they may be kind of the habit 
some of the habits that you want to focus on. It might just be a good sleep routine. It may be organizing your diary in your life to accommodate your training. So whatever it is, I think it's important to use the base training phase to kind of nail down your routine and get that structure in place. So they're the aims. So we're going to jump into them in a little bit more detail. So number one, endurance. What does that really mean? Well, well, if we are endurance runners, which I believe most of us are. So if you're looking at doing, you know, 5Ks and beyond fast, uh, no doubt, then obviously you need to build your endurance to do that. So that's a really key part of the base training phase. So how are you going to do that? Well, you want to increase your volume. If you're going to build your endurance, you need to, to run long. So that's a key, fo- uh, key focus of the base training phase. The long run is a classic way to obviously build your endurance. You may be doing long runs at the moment. You may not, or you may be doing long runs, but actually you need to kind of think about increasing that distance. Well, again, the base training phase is a good place to do that. Also introducing some threshold work or tempo work, which I'll explain in a bit more detail. That can really help to build your endurance. So we we hear the threshold term a lot and it's typically threshold. A lot of experts will believe it's the a race effort that we can sustain, the intensity we can sustain for around 60 minutes at a maximum intensity. So if your PB uh, or your current uh, sort of 10K effort at the moment is 60 minutes, then that's probably threshold that you're running a 10K at. And I said at the start of this video that base training isn't just running easy miles. That's the main focus, but you do put the other ingredients and you bring those into the mix as well. So doing some tempo work, doing some threshold stuff, which may maybe like fartlek sessions where you break up uh, and mix up the intensities over a varied course that can be a really clever way to introduce some of that higher intensity work which is going to build that endurance number two is improved strength well strength and conditioning work is obviously going to do that you don't need to be a member of a gym although you can be if obviously you are in a tier where gyms are open at the moment you can do some basic stuff at home but that strength work you can gain from doing the strength and conditioning at home. You will also get from doing hill work. So if you run hills, hills will make you strong. However, and this is probably a video for a whole other time, hill sprints specifically will help you to improve your strength rather than just general hill running because all hill uh, training sessions aren't created equal. So hills do make you stronger, but focusing specifically on hill sprints, which is over a very short distance, kind of eight to 10 seconds over a, a pretty steep hill, where it's encouraging you to, or uh, forcing you to recruit as many muscle fibers as possible will help you to develop your strength. So strength and conditioning work and hill work is important. Number three, neuromuscular efficiency, which we mentioned, well, strides and running drills will help with that. So strides are those relaxed efforts where it's not maximum speed kind of sprinting, where you're running for your life, but you are running quickly, but you're running relaxed. And again, it's teaching you to develop that communication pathway from the brain to your muscles. So you're running more efficiently because you need to be able to fire those muscles really quickly. And that's what strides do help you to do along with running drills. Running drills are for everybody. It's not just for serious club runners. It's for everybody. So that's really important. It teaches you coordination, a bit of agility, some balance in there as well. But that can really help you develop that neuromuscular efficiency. And the fourth one, creating healthy habits and a routine. You might want to experiment with a weekly schedule that works for you at the moment. Now, I'm doing this a lot with some of my runners that are looking for uh, different goals this year or next year, 2021. And they need to pin down their routine, what works for them. Some of them are doing 
some other types of training as well as running. So they're doing some cycling and doing some swimming as well. I'm helping some people that are working towards triathlons. So we just need to piece everything together and see how it fits. It's like a jigsaw, isn't it? So this can be the ideal time to start experimenting with that in the base phase because once you get into the main part of your training whatever you're training for hopefully by that point you've got things pinned down a little bit so for example if childcare is an issue for you you know there's we have responsibilities in life you may need to see how that whole thing works for you and when is it best for you to do your long run and a swim if you're doing that and a stretch a stretch session so that's a really key time in this early phase of training uh, just organizing stuff food is obviously a key uh part of training well isn't it eating well maintaining weight losing some of the christmas pounds that some of us may want to do as well so nailing that down getting efficient with your food preparation and organize what works for you all that stuff again is ideal in this phase now this is significant i really believe that base training doesn't have to be one kind of phase so you can split this up you could split this up into kind of three phases. So this is often how I work. And I'm, I'm looking at this myself with my own training. So you may split it into three phases, each with a slightly different focus. So you don't try and do everything I've mentioned in this video in one go, which I think, again, is a, actually a common mistake a lot of runners can make is trying to do everything and it just becomes overwhelming and you never really devote enough time or attention to any one particular component so this is why you work through phases so if you break your base training down to three phases let's call it base one and i'm going to give you some examples a base one uh, base one of the training phase may look like this you may run three times a week you may that may be what you do. You just want to get into a healthy habit of running. Nail down three runs a week. You may include two sessions of running drills. Just 10, 20 minutes. You might tag it onto one of your easy runs or you might do it as a separate session. That's That might be what you do in base one phase. So three runs a week, a couple of drill running drills to improve your neuromuscular efficiency, your running technique as well. And you might incorporate some strides as well, maybe towards the end of that phase. So that's kind of the phase one then when you come into phase two so you might have done several weeks of that you might do between four or six weeks maybe even longer depending on how far away your race your main event is and how patient you want to be when you move into base training phase two you might increase your frequency to four runs per week because remember you don't want to do too much too soon throwing everything into the mix so you might go from three to four runs per week we're still in base training but this is phase two now base two you might introduce a long run so in phase one, if you're a new runner, you might not be running long. You might just be building up to running for 60 minutes as a maximum duration. Well, base two is a nice opportunity to increase the duration of that classic weekend long run. If you're running long already, you might step up the mileage a little bit. You might, in you might introduce some easy hill running. So I've not mentioned hills in base one, but base two might be where you bring some hills into the mix. So a few hilly routes. Go into it with your eyes open. You're not going to run as fast on the hilly course as you will on the flat. Not hill sprints, but maybe just easy hill running. So you're starting to develop a little bit of strength there. You might introduce some tempo reps. So we said that building your endurance is important in base training. Putting some threshold work or tempo work or LT2 work. It has different names. Effectively, it means the same intensity. You might start to introduce some tempo work but i suggest that if you do that you do it in bite-sized chunks so rather than going out there and thinking we're in base train uh, base phase two here rather than going out there and thinking right i'm going to go and do 20 minutes after a warm-up i'm going to do 20 minutes at threshold it might be too much you might want to do 
four lots of four minutes at threshold with a reasonable rest afterwards, kind of maybe two or three minutes afterwards in terms of rest, just to introduce that intensity to the body. Just do things gradually rather than throwing everything into the mix. So that might be base two. So a quick recap. We're breaking the base training phase down into three phases. Phase one, you might run three times a week. These are examples. You might do a couple of sessions of running drills and you might throw some strides in towards the end. When you step into phase two of base training, you might up it to four runs a week. You might introduce a long run or increase the length of that long run that you're doing anyway. You might introduce some easy hill running, so not sprints, but easy hill running. And you might do a little bit of tempo work as well in terms of short reps with a reasonable rest. Base three, the final phase of your base training preparation, is you might introduce a medium long run. I really like these. This is where you increase the run, uh, one of the runs in the week to more than you would normally do. So let's say you're doing a 50 minute run in the week, typically, and you do an hour and a half at the week and you've built up to that. Well, you might make one of the runs in the week up to 60 minutes, 70 minutes, maybe even 80 minutes plus if you've got that level of ability and that's where you are in training and you're training for something that's obviously of a reasonable distance. So that's something you could introduce in base three. I think doing some hill sprints in this phase is good. Now, remember, hill sprints, I said it earlier in this video, quite a steep hill, not significantly so where you can't run properly, but it's a pretty steep hill because you want gravity to feel like it's been cranked up because you've got to overcome that gravity. Because what you're looking to do is work really hard over eight to 10 seconds, which will help you to recruit as many muscle fibers in your legs as possible. That's what you want to do. That's where you're going to get those strength developments. So hill sprints, by definition, although they're not cardiovascularly massively stressful because you're only working for eight to 10 seconds, physically they are quite stressful. So you probably don't want to be doing that right in the early stages of your training in that base phase which is why I suggest it might be worth introducing that in phase three. And you might also bring in some fartlek work, which potentially puts you in control of what you do. You can run mixed intensities. I suggest that you don't really go much above threshold effort because I don't think you particularly need to. Obviously, that's just a general kind of feeling now and a general guide because I don't know what each and every one of you are training for specifically. But that hopefully should give you some idea of how you can piece things together. So if I give you a very quick summary, this is all about base training. Now's a key time. You don't have to do everything. You block it out into phases. What are the benefits of base training? We're looking to build endurance. We're looking to improve our strength. We're looking to improve the communication between our brain and our muscles so that things fire and work more efficiently and fire more quickly. And we're looking to create healthy habits and routines. And that's what this phase is all about. You can break it down into three phases. And I hope that gives you some things to think about. Those examples at the end, by the way, that doesn't mean, right, just go and do this. But hopefully it just kind of steers your thinking a little bit. And you know something else, just to leave you on this. I think, you know, we often talk about things to improve our ability and give us a great experience of a race. But I think if we start to get a little bit creative with our training as well and chop things up and have specific goals and little components that we're working on at different times, at different times, I think it makes our training far more interesting than just doing the same thing all the time and kind of repeating each week's training week after week after week after week after week. I'll just do the same thing because that's what I do. It's about training smart and hopefully that helps to reduce the risk of injury. Guys, I hope you found that helpful. Have a great rest of the day, whatever you're up to. I have no idea what day it is because over Christmas, I just get completely lost. Is it Sunday? Is it Monday? I don't know. Who cares? Have a good one. Speak to you all very soon. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.